fam, this is your brother from another mother, OC. And it's Manny, just Manny. And you're tuned into The Harbor. The Harbor is where we tell the untold stories of those who feel they have neither voice nor power. And we do it with style. From the depths of the shallows, your one-stop shop for edutainment. Thank you guys for tuning in for our topic of the day, the rigmarole of pettiness. This is The Harbor. Stay tuned. What's up, man? What's going on, player? I don't know. I was torn in between two two areas. Feeling you know, like a fool. <laughs> I'm doing the introduction like, you know, my name is Book. Oh, man. Oh, Book is my name and racism is my game. <laughs> Not racism. Racism. Book. And just doing the, the, the regular intro. So I just said, you know what? I'm just going to do the regular intro. The regular intro it is, man. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> what's good, fam? Yeah, what's going? <laughs> what's good, fam? Hello, family. How are you? <laughs> so, what's going on in your neck of the woods, man? Dude, I am 32 years old as of yesterday. Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday! Yeah, when that I was, was at that church, was good. that was good. You like that one? Yeah, we stopped right on cue. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was my first birthday, like, like back on you? Facebook in like four years. Oh man. yeah. So the notification started at like midnight. How was it like being on Facebook and turning 97? Uh, it, you know, turning 97, being the first person to ever have a Facebook account. Right. <laughs> right. It was cool, man. It was good to have, uh, like, get some messages from people I hadn't talked to in an incredibly long time. It was like, yo. Uh, well, this is what the young folks do. Right, right, right. <laughs> they send, they tell you happy birthday on Facebook now. Yeah. Don't nobody call no more. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, young ain't no, people. Ain't no, what's, what's, a, what's a text message or, or the Morse code? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was it was pretty cool, man. It was cool to uh, check the check the inbox. What what did you do or what are you going to do to celebrate your birthday? Uh, my wife and I are gonna hang out, man. We uh, we've been on Ooh. the go a lot. Yeah. <laughs> You're so married. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm 32. So <laughs> it's, it's what I did for my birthday too. Yeah, man. No, <laughs> As long as what you're doing, you know, is something that you two enjoy, I'm sure we're gonna. She was talking about going to Top Golf. Uh, I've never been. I, I've I seen it. And I got friends that's gone. It's, yeah, seems. I heard. Nice. I heard it was pretty cool. So we'll see. Uh, we were either talking about that or you know just hanging out, going to uh, catch a movie. Uh, the Kingsman. Did you ever see the first Kingsman? I did. Oh, I loved it. The, I wasn't feeling oh, Sam though, man. I'm saying he's the bad guy. He's supposed to be. But he was like. A goofy, silly bad Russell guy. Simmons, like, oh, and I wasn't buying yeah, it. Yeah, you just realized he was Russell. Uh, so bad. don't tell me you was, you just not realizing he was Russell Simmons. <laughs> he wasn't Russell Simmons. He was. Man. That's so bad. He was hip hop, and he had a lisp. You saw he wore the hat. It was Russell Simmons. That's so terrible. That's so. Put that's, it together. I'm gonna give you a second. No, no. I, I when you said it immediately, I was okay, like, got Dang. you, got you. Yeah, yeah Russell, no, but when I watched it, it wasn't it wasn't Russell Simmons to me. It was it was Samuel Jackson doing a bad lisp yeah. and. So were the phones supposed to be like the uh, black card? It was even, the rest card. card. The, the rest card. card. <laughs> like yeah, that was that's what it was, dog. <laughs> the Kingsman produced, Yo. <laughs> partly distributed by Def Jam. <laughs> Get your rush card today. Yo, terrible, terrible. But I, I, we were talking about going to see the sequel uh, tomorrow. Uh, Halle Berry's in it. Yeah, I, 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 I liked it. I want to see it. Yeah, yeah, I like I liked it pretty good too, man. I wouldn't I wouldn't mind going there. Going to check it yeah. out. So I like the uh, the cinematography. It was it was shot very well. I like I like what I was seeing, like the colors and everything mm-hmm. appealed mm-hmm. to my right right. It yeah, was, it was definitely it. some. It was it was kind of different, right? Yeah. Like it right. wasn't it wasn't what you you know typically expect from. I it was was it Marvel? It was Marvel, right? Oh, that I didn't, honestly I didn't know. I thought uh, Kingsman was something new. Somebody like uh, had I'm, written it recently. I'm pretty sure it's Marvel. Um, but yeah, it, it was really good. And they they yeah. Uh, they did some sort of new and different thing. So I liked. Uh, I enjoyed it. I liked it. My wife and I went to go see it. Oh, that was good. It actually, it was it was nice. Now, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Don't change the podcast. It's kind of fast forward. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but I'm I, about to be spoiled because I haven't seen it. Okay, so should I not say it? I don't. I mean, I don't plan on seeing it. It's not. It wasn't okay. one of those movies. No, I, honestly, I think you should go see it. If, if you, if you, no, you don't like. Stuff like no, that. no, no. I, I, I like, I like. There's some movies I, I like, but see, it seems like it's gonna be a thriller for kids because I feel like the first it was a thriller I, I, for kids. I, I agree with you. It, I mean, it is, but like at the end of the day, we were kids or not kids yet when it came out. So it was like 
taking us back to our childhood. Like even when we came along, it was still kind of relevant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but what I like about it is, you know, it it was created with modern day special effects okay. and you know CGI and all that stuff, right? Yeah. So it was it was definitely a thriller. Like the camera angles and how they use the special effects, like. For me, you you know me. I like to be scared. I have a morbid mentality, right? Mm-hmm. So I like to be scared, and I like to, oh wow, or be nervous around every turn. Right, I don't right, know right. what that is psychologically, yeah. but I, that's me. I I, I like yeah. that. Yeah. And the movie does that for me, especially when it comes out of the, out of the uh, projector. But I also like a storyline that makes sense, and that's where it failed for me. Mm. The storyline is still like this 1980s. I got questions. <laughs> I got questions. There's holes in this. Yeah. Hey, hey, hold on. Wait. <laughs> the credits are rolling, sir. Please, please <laughs> right. leave. I got some questions. Hey, somebody. Need- How? <laughs> what is it? Is it supernatural? Is it a demon? Is it a person? What is it? <laughs> sir, it's it. I know that. <laughs> Who's on first? Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Our topic of the day is the rigmarole of pettiness. You can follow us on Twitter at tothaharvard.com. The same handle on Facebook and Instagram. We also solicit indie music. Uh, and we have been uh, uh, um, contacted by uh, indie artists. Yes, we have. Oh, yes, we have. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes, we oh, have. Yes. So you can email us at info at the number two, T H E H A R B O R dot com, info at to the harbor. Up next is Tori and Liddell with Work of Art. My words get tangled, just keep thinking of you. Like a photo with no frame It's hard to picture you With each word that you speak You leave me breathless With every heartbeat of yours You become my canvas From the depths of your eyes The velvet of your skin In hell of your lungs Strongly pulls me in The moon and the stars, they are captured by your love. You're my favorite work of art. You're as gorgeous as the sunrise and as elegant as the sunset. I love you at your worst and cherish you at your best. You quickly become my treasure Like clay on a potter's wheel My hands are the tools that pleasure you Slight imperfections of your art Might seem perfectly intact With the alignment of your smile Down to the crease of your back the depths of your eyes The velvet of your skin In hell of your lungs Strongly pulls me in The sun up above The moon and the stars They are captured by your love Baby, you're my work of Your ego In case you did not know I think that you're beautiful Never underestimate Your potential Cause you are the one that I'm loving There's nobody else who's deserving But you Never finish But you grasp all intrigue like a Mona Lisa with unrecognizable dimensions, I showcase you as the beauty you are. You're the greatest masterpiece by far. 
guess some uh, I guess some some wretchicity going on um, within the community. Wretchicity. Uh, yeah. And by that I mean this nurse is removed after posting video and pictures of black babies dancing to rap music. After post <clears throat> Got a little choked up there. After posting photos and videos on Snapchat, um, two nurses were removed and reassigned. The nurses worked at Navy Hospital in Jacksonville, Florida. In the second photo, a nurse um, a nurse held the baby's arms and made the baby dance as if it were a marionette to 50 cents in the club. Yo. Yeah. Uh, the Navy Hospital released a statement which read, We are aware of a video slash photo online. It is outrageous, unacceptable, incredibly unprofessional, and cannot be tolerated. We have identified the staff members involved. They have been removed from patient care, and they will be handled by the legal system and military justice. The hospital notified the parents of the newborns. Uh, the babies were just hours old when this incident took place. They were reassigned. I don't like that. Why right. not? Why not get fired? Uh, wait. They have been removed from patient care, and they will be handled by the legal system. And military justice, but the article began. They were reassigned. So yeah, I mean, so this is a Fox Five News report, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? And the reporter in the beginning says that they have been reassigned, but the hospital, the statement says that they have been removed from patient care mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and will be handled by military justice. But that, that doesn't mean that they're not working. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a terrible situation. I think um, I don't know. Like my mind always thinks. Uh, it's always like How can you not get sued In this situation So I think They reassigned them Until they could figure out What sort of legal And like Legal Things they could Legal measures they could take Because this isn't something that is That has like Some sort of uh, Past uh, Precedent Right This isn't a situation Like have you ever heard of this before I've I've heard of it In a sense Not necessarily in this sense Because when I heard of it There were no, there were no such things As smartphones Mm-hmm. But I have heard of this happening before, right? So, but just and not at the Navy Hospital. I haven't heard it, but this is actually in Detroit that I heard it happening. Before. Okay, okay. So, so in my mind, it's almost like uh, okay, let's take every every uh, precaution we can with this. We don't want any sort of wrongful termination suit that could possibly happen. What is wrongful though? You you posted on your Snapchat. Look, 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 look. No no no. I, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to justify. Well, I'm not any... even saying that, that. That's your point of view, right? right. I, I guess the passion came out. I apologize. Yeah. yeah. But like on yeah. the hospital, <laughs> on a, it, it, just 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 from an administrative standpoint, I think I, just being I, professional, huh? Not even professional. Just just protecting yourself, right? Like mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. One of the pictures. Um. One of the pictures on the. Uh, on the uh, timeline of the one of the employees on uh, Snapchat, I uh, had a middle finger posted while while the other person, no, uh, just um, photoing filming the baby, had a middle finger posted toward the baby. Says uh, how I feel about these mini Satans right now. What? Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. These All right. are newborns, man. Yeah. These are newborn babies. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, they were just hours old. Like they just came out of the womb. Right. This is one. This, like it's crazy. I never. I have a. I'm a huge skeptic of people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A huge skeptic of people. So I don't care if you're a doctor. I don't care if you're a pastor or whatever. I, at the end of the day, there's this. There's the effect of being human. Yeah. So like the title yeah. doesn't matter. Like I always. I'm always skeptical of people. I'm. 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 Uh, ultra skeptical of people. Who hold a, um, a a profession that's dealing with morality, like a a higher position in morality, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So people say, well, a doctor wouldn't do that. They take the Hippocratic oath, mm-hmm. right? Like Hippocrates, that, right? That, that hypocritical oath. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what it should be. <laughs> but you know, we know Hi- Hippocr- uh, Hippocrates. Hippocrates being yeah. the quote unquote father of Western medicine, I yeah, guess, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is tr- not true. The Egyptians were, but mm-hmm. um, they take the Hippocratic oath. <laughs> <laughs> and they say, "Well, they're they're bound to that, right?" Mm-hmm. Uh, and just because you're bound to some, Kanye made a video bound to, right? Mm-hmm. Like just because you're bound to that oath doesn't mean that you're gonna do. Just because you're in a video with uh, <laughs> Kim Kardashian on the back of the motorcycle don't mean that you're gonna end up like Kevin Hart at the end of the day. Apologize, <laughs> not following your logic, but <laughs> yeah. But no, like I, I just never trusted him. You know what I'm saying? Like because of doctors, you have certain certain laws placed. Because of morticians, you have the necrophiliac uh, law 
You know what that is, right? Yes, yes, okay. yes. Come on. So man. you have those laws, like, but these are people you you trust, but because you say, well, this is a profession, and they wouldn't do that. Last season on the harbor, well, the past two seasons on the harbor, we've covered cases with doctors who have like done some sick stuff to people. Dennis raping these little children while they're under the the uh, anesthesia. Doctor uh, Fatma, who was in Detroit, he was diagnosing people with. Uh, Cancer and they didn't have cancer. He made seventeen million dollars off treating people with radiation. Like I, I'm very skeptical of this. So I say that to say this: I don't like when the babies leave the, the mothers and go go to the, you know, the, the rooms by themselves, and the nurses have to care for them. I don't like that. That's called the nursery. The nursery. <laughs> I was gonna say the maternity ward, but they, they already like when they have to go to the other place where all the to babies the room. Are. Well, no, I don't have a I, baby. I never had a child. Uh, neither have I. I've uh, never <laughs> been in there with a child. So so I get it right. People are people at the end of the day, right? I, I think that anything that one person shows you that they're capable of means that every person is capable. I like that. My Angelo said this. She said, um, basically, she, she was saying, um, I can't even do the quote in Swahili, but there's a Swahili, Swahili quote that's saying, um, I'm human, and nothing human is beyond me. So she yeah, was saying that yeah. if uh, if, there, if one human can be a pedophile, right. And one human can be a hero. She says, "I have all of the components working in me to be human." Mm-hmm. So she says, "That means I can be I can be either one of those." Right. It's not beyond me. Yeah. So you have a choice. This goes back to last week's episode with Dr. Sharon Tan. You have a choice to say yes and no to what you feel is the right within the, you. The, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The right or wrong right. in you, right? right. Yeah. yeah. Come on, man. I, I, I like that. I like where you're going with that. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't even listen to Maya, do you? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you want the next story? I think you'll find this one interesting. Read the next story. Fifty percent of millennials will give up their right to vote to get student loans erased. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, man, tell you what, tell you what. Let me finish it. No, 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 no. I okay. got it. I got it. Many millennials say they would go to extreme lengths to wipe their slate clean. <laughs> According to survey on personal finance website, fifty percent of respondents between the age of eighteen and thirty-four said they would give up their right to vote in the next two presidential elections if they, <laughs> whoa, if they never have another uh, loan payment. Some other tallies are forty-four percent will for, forfeit Uber or Lyft. Yeah, so they don't have to have a vehicle, right? They don't have that, those expenditures. Forty, I don't like that. Forty-two percent would give up traveling outside of the country for five years. That's also dumb. But here's the kicker. Here's the caveat. Check this one. But only twenty-seven percent will be willing to move in with their parents. Hey, I move it. Uh, Mama, <laughs> Daddy, uh, look, they just got rid of my student loans. Uh, sorry, the student loan debt tally sits at an all-time high of one point three three trillion dollars. Yeah, that's nah. a lot of money. That's there's so. I would have to talk things, talk everything through with my wife. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure that me and her would have some, like, there's very little that somebody could say, hey, would you do this? They would be like, nah, I ain't going to do that. Like, <laughs> I ain't going to do it. Nah, nah, nah. I ain't going to do it. We would sit down and talk like, hey, uh, how much is your integrity really worth? <laughs> I don't know, dog. You ever seen Indecent Proposal? I have definitely seen. I I, I haven't If it's one movie, movie that make me mad, it's not Fruitville. No. It's not... <laughs> No. It's not Roots It's Indecent Proposal I can't watch it I, I wish they burn Every copy of it <laughs> <laughs> But it deals with What you just said With this whole sort of thing Like what How, mu- how much are you How much is your integrity worth Yeah Yeah Like uh, I I feel like Nipsey Russell On the Wiz What would I do If I could feel <laughs> What And to know Once again <laughs> Yeah So nah, Go ahead Go ahead I, I feel them on the only 27% of millennials uh, Would move back in with their parents Mama I love you P.O.P. holding it down Mama I love mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. But I moved out of the house when I was 18 And I've, I've become accustomed to a, a way of life here, oh, here. Put the finger down no, no, I, I, It's just it's just a, a thing that would make you I feel like reconsider Okay right? Not even reconsider But put a stipulation on this Right Okay How long does that time period have to be? How long do you have to live with your parents in order to have these things erased? Okay, so, okay, you're dealing with the millennials and mm-hmm. talking about erasing student loan debt. First mm-hmm. of all, when they erased the debt, did I have a job? You know, do I have to find a job? Did I major in the arts or did I was I an engineer major? Okay, because I have a, I have a friend who, I'm not going to say the degree that my friend has, mm-hmm. but you'd be like, if this dude can't get a job, then what the hell is going on in our, in our society, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But... It could be a situation. And keep in mind, I'm from a state that's proud of being below the Mason-Dixon line, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's very hard to get a job where your degree 
is recognized. Right. So I will be going back to that environment, not a progressive environment. Right. So when you talk about stipulations, I don't know. Like I said, I love my mom to death, but it's just being back there. Okay. So what if your mom lived here and you had to live with her? Slide over. I'm coming home, mama. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you. I know. I say that to be funny, but honestly. I, I can't Is there an amount of time That you'd be willing To live with your mom I don't know I can't say yes or no I can't say yes or no Look I'll tell you this right I, now I, Well I can't me, say yes or look, no look, look, look. Me and my wife Would move into my mama's house My daddy's house My grandma's <laughs> house we, 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 would, your, would, your wife, would your wife move? Yes You sure? No question Okay No question See I don't like I just no question Have your student loans erased? How, but see the thing is Like how long is that time period Right Cause Well you can Okay the story said You couldn't go out of the country For five years right So let's just say a five year minimum A five year minimum Living with mm. What doesn't your mama uh, Know about you it might that, be, That's it might the question different. What doesn't your mama Know about you That you you know that you have to do, That I, you have developed In the recent years Yeah but there's There's no habits that Like you know, there's nothing that I wouldn't be willing to. the The whole go outside the country for five years means like this person is clearly you're you're, you're clear like there's a there's a amount of privilege there that's like a, a little too much, right? Like, uh, and uh, yeah, forfeiting Uber or Lyft, and I've only used Uber once, right? That just seems like such a. I would just want to know the population at the interview. The only thing that scares me is that you give up your right to vote for two years, right? D- does it even matter nowadays? I mean, you, a person can say yes. I know. If you, okay, those who who so are the, listening, the, the popular oh, let vote. Let me say this right. The quick. popular vote was won by somebody who wasn't the the president right now. Right. right. That's happened twice, also. Right. I, I think we need to do a podcast next season on what is democracy or democracy or is democracy real? Right. Mm-hmm. Because it's like I know people listening will be like, "No, you don't give up your your right to vote. Don't don't do it." I mean, eighteen to thirty four is a huge demographic to give up their right to vote. That's a huge population without a voice. Like that is the future. That is the future and the current. You know what I mean? Like that's it's it's everything. It's right now. Mm-hmm. Like to give up that right to vote, it, it seems a, a little rough. Yeah, I feel. Yeah. All right, we got to move on. This, this, that. I think that needs to be a topic That's, of the day. That, that can be. Yeah, it can be. All right, <clears throat> in the uh, health category, it's raining feces. That's the headline for the story. Filmmaker Mark Devries flew a drone over a pig farm operated by Murphy Murphy Brown, which is a subdivision of the Smithfield Farms. Murphy Brown, that was a TV. That show. was my show, dog. You know she <laughs> had cancer. Terrible. The, the, the Brown <laughs> no, part is honestly, of, it's not terrible uh, because special interest right now. Because when I wrote this story, all I could think about was Murphy Brown. Like that was my, that was my story. Murphy I mean, that was my show. Murphy Brown. All right, so um, yeah, the filmmaker Mark Devries flew a drone over a pig farm operated by Murphy Murphy Brown, uh, which is a subdivision of Smithfield Farms. Okay. The drone captured what seemed to be a lake the size of four football fields, right? Mm. But as it turns out, the lake is actually a lagoon filled with pig feces and urine from the shelters that houses the pigs. God. That's not really bad because when you have a lot of animals there. And concentrate in one spot You have to clean the houses Right That's not the bad part So I don't want y'all to be like Oh oh my god This is the bad part You know That that lagoon has to be drained When draining the lagoon Nearby neighbors say uh, The company sprays the pig waste Over the fields around the farm And over the neighbors homes Mm -hmm. Smithfield Farms is one of the largest uh, Pork producers in the country In the world actually Mm -hmm. So yeah Um you were saying uh, before we came on air that you heard about the story, and this yeah, isn't North Carolina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the health? What the health? Talk okay. about this. So I don't know if this guy. What'd you say his name was? Mark Devries. Yeah, yeah. Mark he's Devers, a, he's yeah. a filmmaker. I don't know if he was the guy who also uh, recorded What the Health on Netflix, but there's a that's a pretty big segment on What the Health mm-hmm. where they uh, talk about um, the the distributor, the pork distributor. Spraying feces They yeah. she even Like there's a They interview a family And the, the family was talking about how They were at the At a funeral Well They were at the burial Site For a funeral And uh, It was near the Pork distributor And the, uh, Apparently The feces was being sprayed In the vicinity of where they were Yeah And so the smell was just unbearable You have all this happening While Family's trying to Honor one of their You know Right Departed members and dog, like I don't know if you know, if you know anything about farming, but 
horses, the smell is bearable, right? Um, ch- chickens, the smell is not when you have like a huge, a huge, a huge group, right? Mm-hmm. But when you have like a small farm, like at, at your home, chickens are bearable. But dog, if you have two or three pigs, two or three hogs, two or three sows, right? Mm-hmm. That smell is so horrible. And and God forbid if a wind picks up, yeah, like you can see no farm in sight, but you will smell them for miles around. That is a horrible smell. So just imagine. Now the the story said that there are thousands of pigs mm-hmm. being housed in mm-hmm. these. No, four on these farms. football fields. Four football fields worth of crap. And there's no telling how deep it is. That's just, you know, the, the, the width. Level, yeah. yeah, the surface width. Mm-hmm. There's no telling how deep it is. So they drain that thing and it, they spread over these people's homes. Now, typically, these areas, uh, the people that get homes around these areas, uh, the, the homes go for a low price, right? It's, it's low income, mm-hmm. low mm-hmm. income homes. So you know how our capitalist society um, oh, dude. views capitalism is at the heart of all <laughs> people of this. People low income, all of this. Yeah, man. I mean the the. Hey Elsie, <laughs> what we gonna do with this lagoon? Yeah, just dump it over there. Throw, throw it over yeah. there. Make it smell better. Throw it over the fence. So they won't know. Yeah, yeah and man. and and the thing is, like, um, little do we know this stuff could be. I hadn't looked right, but it could be protected by law. Like when you have like Smithfield being one of, like the largest producer right. of pork, the premier in the distributor world, right? of yeah, it it really could be nothing that like anyone, local politicians can do. do. Only local, local politicians understand like this this company brings so much revenue in yeah. here. Like I'm sorry, uh, neighbor of the pork distributor, I don't care what you got to say. Yeah, what you lacing our pockets with. You know what Smithfield is? That bread, son. Get up out my face <laughs> yeah. and go back to your smelly houses. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah, horrible, horrible. Actually, and I saw the videos of people like talking to the media about, um, as far as like this is what they do to our homes. This is where they dump the animal waste. So it's pretty disgusting. Yeah, yeah, man. It's, yeah. it's ridiculous, man. I, I think it's like at the heart of uh, just what you see when when people start to value. Material over mm-hmm. people, right? Yeah, I got you. Well, um, there also, I guess that there will also be many um health concerns. Oh, when it comes to like dumping feces, right? I mean, any any sort of it could contaminate your water source. What did like, what the health say? What the health talked about contamination, right? Contamination of the local crops, contamination of the uh, potentially the the water source, right? Like like what what is happening with uh, it just it just talked about how th- this is bad. Yeah. See, here's the thing. I know people would be like, "Well, you know, does it not fertilize the crops?" Here's the thing: the the lagoon is filled with, you know, feet like bowel and urine. Urine is concentrated, becomes ammonia, right? So that kills like all of the helpful things in the dung of the animals. Also, it depends on what you're feeding the animals. Because, like with cows, no problem. You can take that, recycle it, right. fertilize your garden. You're eating grass. They're eating grass the entire yeah. time. So it depends on what the pigs are eating. Pigs what what everything, you have in them. man? They, they will eat everything. Other pigs. That was a story we read in uh we read in middle school about uh this guy he got away with murder because he fed the bodies to his pigs. Mm-hmm. You, you read that story? I I've seen something like that. I yeah. don't think I read that story in yeah. particular. But. We will cover this story for you guys though. Um, as we uh. As we um, go forward in this season. Yeah, yeah. On the sports. So, four players in the NFL want to start a month honoring social activism. The The players are from the Seattle Seahawks defensive end, Michael Bennett, Philadelphia Eagles safety, Michael uh, Malcolm Jenkins, and wide receiver Torrey Smith. Uh, the the one, one of the players is retired, and he's from the Arizona Cardinals, wide receiver, and Quan Bowden. They sent the memo to the league in August requesting that the league observe November as a social activism month. Similarly to what the similarly to what the league already implements for breast cancer awareness uh, and honoring the military. We would like November to serve as a month of unity for individual teams to engage and impact the community and the market. Uh, Malcolm Jenkins had to say. For us, support means bear all or part of the weight of, hold up, give assistance to, especially financially, unable to function or act. Uh, we, su- we need support, collaboration, and partnerships to achieve our goal of strengthening the community. After a meeting with the NFL office, uh, the office released a statement saying, Malcolm invited the commissioner to Philadelphia a couple weeks ago 
to see and share in what they've been doing to impact criminal justice reform. Joined by Mr. Laurie, uh, Mr. Laurie is the owner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. The commissioner spent the day along with Malcolm and others meeting with community leaders and representatives of law enforcement. The commissioner is grateful to our players, both <laughs> both for sharing their experiences and for all the important work they're doing in the community. So the NFL basically did not address. <laughs> 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 they, they basically were like, uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 They, nah, they kept it moving on that whole uh, social activism. It reminds me of, uh, when I was an RA at Southern Miss, keep this video like 10 seconds long, right? Yeah. It reminds me of when I was out when I was an RA at uh, University of Southern Mississippi and I asked a question in our RA training and uh, to the to the psychologist. And my question was very direct. It wasn't long at all. It was uh-huh. a straightforward uh-huh. question. The lady was like, I think that's very bold and brave. Did you hear what he said? He asked so-and-so and so-and-so, and I think we should commend him for his, his answer. I mean, his question. Never gave me an answer. <laughs> I think that's what the NFL did. That's exactly what I they think did. that was very bold yeah. uh, of you guys to oh. uh, suggest that we uh, become socially involved. And I'm I'm grateful yeah. for these guys for having this yeah. conversation. Yeah, give these uh, give these guys a hand. Yeah, give them a hand. All right, so uh, no. sponsorship for next season. No. <laughs> yeah, we're on to talk to Smithfield Farms about. <laughs> Which is our number one sponsor for next year, Smithfield Farm. Show your love, everybody. <laughs> yeah, what is it? Oh, Ezekiel Elliott. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. So, yeah, thank yeah. you guys. Come again. Yeah, they, they clearly, yeah. man. Like, no, not even like. Yeah, yeah. I, I think um, so. The NFL, you know, in October they do breast cancer awareness. So you see guys out there in like pink wristbands mm-hmm. and pink. Good God, yes. <laughs> that's uh school days. School days. Dude. The pink uh the pink um uniforms, the pink wristbands, the pink cleats. Good God, yes. Good God, yes. <laughs> we should call it Good God Yes Month. <laughs> From now on on the harbor, um <laughs> cancer awareness is no longer uh, well, the October is no longer known as cancer awareness month. It's good God yes. Good God month. yes. Good we will God, recognize yes. cancer. But it's crazy. My grandfather died in October from cancer. Mm. So yeah, so so they wear pink because of breast cancer awareness. It's not like you know, it, it's very specific in, in terms of October. I think is breast cancer month. Yeah, he had breast cancer. You know, men can get breast cancer. Yeah, I know they can, but I don't. I I didn't know that your grandfather. He didn't. I just wanted you do. You can't do stuff like that, man. Yeah, my granddaddy. All right. <laughs> You can't, man. I was like, oh shoot. I don't, Honestly, he would laugh I don't at that joke. But go ahead. To, I don't know when to take you serious and when to not. He would cool, laugh at that. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, yeah, you man. Know what so, he was saying? What did he say? What did he say? Sean said my titties had cancer. <laughs> Dang, yeah, that, that's cool. Yeah, was, yeah but no, yeah, yeah, it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Everybody's yeah. decked out in pink, right? Looking yeah. like cotton candy. Yeah, and they also have. I'm not exactly sure what mil- what the. Uh, month they have that honors the military, but that's another month where you see guys in like camo. I think uh, players come out with the American flag, waving the flag around. Um, and so the the uh, proposal was to have a month that honored social activism in the same manner. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I guess you know what the how the NFL responded. All right, <laughs> right. It's like, oh, that's good. Go on over there and have a seat. <laughs> <laughs> they responded like it was a little Oliver Twist. Sir, sir, can I have a coin, sir? <laughs> Get behind me, boy. <laughs> of course not. Yeah. yeah, man. So, yeah, appreciate yeah, the story, man. It's always good to get a, um, I don't know, a peek in the world of sports. I know that's your area. Yeah, yeah, man. I like to, I like, so I love sports, right? I like to have, like, things that are not necessarily on, like, the whole, oh, this guy scored thirty points last night. Or right, this team right. Won. This, you know, I like to have some some more angles because I could talk about sports time blue in the yeah. face, but I like to have like you know just something that pulls back the. You're well. You're a real a well rounded guy. Yeah. <laughs> Coming up next is "She Say" by Jay Red. I like this song. Check it out, man. She say. She say. She say that. She say that she she say that she say that she love me she say that she love me but should i believe her she say that she love me but should i believe her these hoes ain't loyal no more loyal no more 
maybe this one She say that she love me, but should I believe her? She say that she love me, but should I believe her? These hoes ain't loyal no more, loyal no more Maybe this one though Always dodge Cupid Often his ain't miss off But this time his bullseye was on point I got shot, damn She say that she loves me, it seems Before me, I wonder if she said the same thing To some other nigga Maybe more than just one I see how she appears Don't know if she's the one If her hometown see me Hope I'm not humorous Like she was a hoe But in college she changed up She could be in disguise Possibly I'm just blind She could have Fuck many and just five is a lie There could be a chance that money's where her head's at I'm just so concerned cause right now I can't take that She say that she love me but should I believe her She say that she love me but should I believe her These hoes ain't loyal no more, loyal no more But maybe this one She say that she love me but should I believe her She say that she love me but should I believe her Obvious a nigga wanna, but don't know that much about her I'm adjusted as a bachelor, know my heart is what she's after I'm used to being single, if we make it as a couple I just hope that I don't find out anything that'll make me solo I can't wipe a hoe, but see one when I'm in the mirror though When it comes to women in the past, I've had multiples Broke hearts, hurt feelings, sex had healed them temporarily And in the past, I treated feelings like they secondary, damn Ain't that the pot calling the kettle black? Am I afraid of karma's actions making her way back? I have my guard up, but she made it break just like the levees. I hate to feel this way, I wish her ass has never met me. But the truth is, ain't no denying that I'm in love more than I've ever been. I said the truth is, ain't no denying that I'm in love more than I ever been. She say that she love me, but should I believe her? She say that she love me, but should I believe her? I remember the first time uh, we played that song on the uh, show. My mom called me. She was like, he said hoes. <laughs> These hoes ain't loyal no more. I was like. You sound like a laureate. <laughs> sound like yeah, yeah, a uh, poet laureate. Was that your guy? Uh, I can't think of. He's a Brian. I think is his last name. He's a pastor. Jamal Bryant. Didn't he say these hoes ain't loyal? One oh yeah, time? he uh, he used uh, Chris Browns. He said y- y'all got to forgive me, but these hoes ain't loyal no more. <laughs> I was like, you better say that. <laughs> but America was like, no, no, sorry, <laughs> sorry, buddy. Say that, Jamal. <laughs> Better talk about Mary. <laughs> she <Yeah>. say. <laughs> she say. Jay Red. Go check that out, man. All right, our topic of the day, man. The rigmarole of pettiness. The rigmarole. You know, now, I ain't a lot. Uh, Buster Rhymes messed up that word for me. Okay. Because I've definitely. What was the name of the song? Baby, if you give it to me, I'll give it to you. He no. said, uh, rigmarole. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Evidently, Buster Rhymes was around in 19. 19- <laughs> 60 something Because every person I've ever met said Rigmarole uh, Yeah it's, it's rigmarole Listen guys It's not an A After the G nah. It's rigmarole You could have fooled me Because I've definitely <laughs> Thought it was rigmarole 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 You gotta say it like Buster Rounds Whenever you say it too <laughs> So rigmarole Is a diff- is um a complicated process Right That's what mm-hmm. the definition Of rigmarole would be If I were to sum it up quickly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then pettiness Pettiness would be uh, Doing things out of spite Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So summing up those summing up those two things. So you know we can just kind of stay on board together uh, with the topic. So there you it know, is. Th- it is define, if, define pettiness one more time. Uh, doing doing things out of spite. Now right. that's that's what um, Webster and Dictionary dot com okay. uh, would what describe it as. It okay. would describe it as spite. And so since pettiness though is a behavior. You have to look at it uh, psychologically. What is the psychological term? And so it's dealing with uh, passive aggressiveness. Okay. Right. Okay. So pettiness is really passive aggressiveness, right? Okay. It's not aggressive; it's passive aggressive. So yeah. What? So before that, what would you think? What? How would you have described pettiness? I, it, it almost seems to me. I mean, I guess. Uh, it 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 just seems as uh, something that is. You would just brush off, right? Something that's easily you could easily brush off, but you just allow to to get to you. Okay. Okay, right. like so, the whole sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> sticks and stones may break my bones, but pettiness will always <laughs> assert me. <laughs> so yeah, not only is it that though, other article says that pettiness deals with the small idea 
rather than the big idea of things. Yes, yeah, there it yeah. is. There it okay, is. so yeah, spite and dealing with minuscule, mm-hmm. um, minuscule, uh, intricate details of a thing rather than just looking at the whole picture as mm-hmm. a one mosaic mm-hmm. photo, right? You mm-hmm. feel that? Yeah, I'm with it. I'm okay, with it. so the question is, you know, we're dealing with the rigmarole of pettiness, right? So we're dealing with the complicated process of being spiteful mm-hmm. of dealing with small ideas. Mm-hmm. So that's what mm-hmm. the the topic is about. So the rigmarole, the complicated process. So the question how we would have to start, you know, the start conversation. this conversation off, yeah, yeah, would be, you know, what is the function of pettiness? Mm-hmm. Right? Like what does it do to to enforce social relationships? What would you say? Um so I think <clears throat> I think pettiness serves as like an armor. Mm-hmm. Almost right, like it's this uh, sort of thing that uh, uh, it's like a self preservation, you know, yeah. sort, sort of idea, right? This thing that I feel you. big things won't get to me if I sweat the small stuff, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? And so, you always hear, don't sweat the small yeah. stuff, but if I sweat the small stuff, yeah, yeah, I nothing, feel you on nothing, that. Nothing too big will happen to me, I might get disappointed. In a, in a small way But mm-hmm. I'll never be disappointed In a big way Because I've always allowed Like the small things To upset me Yeah So Yeah like. My, the, the, the perfect example of this And I was gonna wait To post production And ask the uh, The uh, engineer to put this in But When Della Reese Told Quick Well When Vera told Quick On Hollow Nights Oh So now you are gonna shoot me In my pinky toe Now you wanna shoot me In my pinky so, toe But we're not looking At the psychology of that Right mm-hmm. So she she When he apologizes later mm-hmm. uh, You know She's like That little old boy I love that little old boy Right mm-hmm. Keep in mind We mm-hmm. talking about Harlem Nights yeah. Her thing was like After all we've been through You gonna shoot me in my toe mm-hmm. Like Really so you know, so Vera wants to fight, but Eddie says, "I'm gonna shoot that. I will blow that black blow- gnarled, crusted <laughs> off." So she's like, "Oh, what well, it is? Go she ahead." She pulled shoot. a knife on him, no man. Yeah. She okay. She pulled a razor on him, right? Yeah. She, pulled, she did. She pulled a razor on him. But the whole thing was, is that like they started they started focusing on the smaller details rather than the bigger picture. The bigger okay. picture was is that they're coming up short. Yeah. Join us next week uh, when we review. Uh, Harlem Nights, <laughs> right? The Hollywood Shuffle, yeah. <laughs> so, but we just pulling things that we can relate to, right? Right, right. right. So, yeah, that's that's pettiness, you know. Yeah, yeah. Pettiness is uh, a Richard Pryor joke. He was like, uh, when he was doing Mudbone, he was talking about a uh, uh, brother, brother, siblings sleeping sleeping in a bed, and one of the sleep, uh, siblings used to uh, wet the bed, used to pee in the bed, mm-hmm. and then Mudbone was like, you know, uh, she let it bother him because she used to pee back on him, right? <laughs> so, pettiness takes time. Right. It takes time to right. pettiness. I think when, when you said talking about, um, you were saying that it deals with uh armor, right? Yeah, it deals with like um this emotional vulnerability. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I'm petty because I don't want to be emotionally vulnerable, or or I am emotionally vulnerable. So this is how I protect that. I agree. I like that too. You know. it's 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 one of both. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't want to be, or I am. So this is how I would go about mm-hmm. with my armor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think there's some. So I think people believe it's a a sign of like somebody being uh, too sensitive or you know like overly, uh, I guess overly sensitive. Mm-hmm. But I I almost think it goes both ways, right? Like I think it's a situation where like I mean yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. The answer would be in my mind yes, they yeah. are sensitive, right? But this is a response to protect from. Something that could be somewhat more uh, involved in the end, right? It's like this initial thing. It's like, oh, fingernails here get to me, mm-hmm. right? Like just just small stuff gets to you, so the big stuff can't. So, like in in most things, I would think, oh man, this person's so petty, that's stupid. Like, why would you be that way? Yeah. But do you think that's over time where pettiness is necessary? Give me that. Give me that for just a, a little second. Can you answer that first, and then I jump? You in? know me. You've been on yeah. me for what seven years, maybe yeah, now. Nah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I think pettiness is necessary. Uh, yeah, this is. See, awful. I'm the type. Okay, now, now see, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Hillary said uh, in the um, this previous election when Trump came for, she was like, uh, "My good friend Michelle Obama said, when they go low, we go high.'" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My Angela always also said that. Um, in order to keep a person down, you got to be down there with them. Mm-hmm. See, I'm the type of person that's going to be down there with you. <laughs> like, because I, like, I don't believe when fire comes, you use water to put it out immediately. 
You got to show fight. Keep in mind, also my occupation. I'm a counselor. Mm-hmm. Then I also have a social position in my family, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't believe that you bring water immediately to a fire. You know, <laughs> you got to let it burn for you a little bit. Let it, or Usher made a song, let it burn. I believe you bring fire to a fire. <laughs> And then you you let the fire see everything just burns down, man. You let the fire see that hey, I I can burn too. Just then, you know what? You you an Old Testament pastor. That's what I've always said. The worst the 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 worst thing that happened in the Bible is when they got rid of the Mosaic law. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, I don't know, man. I like so so. What about the whole idea? uh, uh, Don't get me wrong. The eye for an eye. Let me say this. Let me say this. Like that was just that was me joking, right? Right. Right. No, okay, right, right. So, but let me say this. I, I do think, though, in, in growing, in growing, I don't think the pettiness has left, but I think how to be petty, I've uh, I've evolved on that. Right. Because you can't just be, you can't be carelessly petty, petty mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I think passive aggressiveness, aggressiveness has its place. I really do. I don't think, because think about it, what if everybody's always aggressive? Sometimes you can't tell, you can tell a person what you want them to know. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they can miss that. But if you're passive aggressive, not necessarily saying petty, but if you're passive aggressive, you may give them um, an analogy, and then they say, "Oh, okay, okay. Well, now I do. I, I see how that feel that feels when you do me like that." Mm-hmm. And and they get it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I definitely believe it has its place. All of it has its place. Right. I think if you, but if that's your number one go to all the time, pettiness, I think you're losing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you're saying t- uh, tactive. Uh Petty, Tact, yeah, tact, tactful, tactful pettiness is okay. I I don't know because I, I don't want to just say that because you can get lost in tactful pettiness because you have some people, men and women, who are tactfully petty throughout the whole relationship, whether they're friends or lovers. Tactfully petty. Mm-hmm. I think tactfully petty. You you that's when you stay focusing on the the small details rather than the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. I think you just it has its place. You just have to. I think maturity, since we did a show on maturity according to Jenna, I think maturity leads a person to um, healthy pettiness. Because I do think there's such a thing as healthy pettiness. At some point, you do have to focus on small details. But you I, can't let the small details take you away from the bigger picture. That's what I think. So so, so this is what I think, right? I think um, we, we shouldn't get pettiness confused with... Um, uh, quick responsiveness. Let's say, let's say, like some sort of quick responsiveness, right? I think that if somebody were to let you know everything that got on their nerves, right, you'd be in a better situation. You, you, you'd know, right? You know up front this this bothers this person. Like I don't think that's the same thing as pettiness, right? Because pettiness does deal with spite, right? Pet- pettiness is. You've gotten on my nerves, so I'm gonna do my best to get on Let your, me get on your nerves. nerves. Right, Byron. right, right. So, like, I, I think that's very different from some sort of uh, just acknowledgement and 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 uh, just trying to make somebody else aware of um, any sort of missteps, mm-hmm. right? And, and and so I almost, I feel like I hear this idea where you're like, look, somebody get on my nerves, I'm gonna let them know they got on my nerves. Right, I'm, I'm gonna meet them where they are. And I think that's kind of well, different it, from pettiness. You know me. Do I do that? Not yet. I I, I don't think the, so. So if we're talking about if you hold your tongue, I don't think. Okay. I, I don't know if I've ever seen you hold your for better or for worse. Okay, I think now you being petty. <laughs> <laughs> now you being petty. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. So I don't. I don't. I don't. I, but I think that's different from pettiness. Okay. I think pettiness is looking to get equal and and possibly one up. I feel you. You know, I agree, and and, 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 it, and it is. It, it I I I definitely agree with you. I think it is, but I also think it's it's, it's chess. It ain't checkers, right? Because <laughs> to be to be petty, you have to be strategic. If not, you just sloppy, right? Yeah. And your pettiness doesn't work. No. Yeah, it's just sloppy. Oh, yeah. But th- think just, about it. Uh, do you always say what is it? You you green, you green. You, oh, somebody being messy. They being messy. Yeah, uh. yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> and I can spot it, right? Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, though, pet, pettiness it, it takes a lot out of a out of a person to be petty. Right, right. It takes a lot out of a person. But I think 
like I said, I, I guess I still stick with pettiness does has its place. I think this is this is what healthy pettiness is, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you tell a baby, when when you you teach a baby language, right, and you teaching a child to do the rights and the wrongs in life, the healthy and unhealthy things, and you tell them hot stove hot, right, right, and they don't get it because they they just, they're just a kid. So right. you take their hand and. Of course, the oven is closed and the oven is warm. It's not hot, so don't abuse your kid, right? Yeah, so you take the baby. is advocating for. <laughs> don't abuse. do that. You gotta get DSS <laughs> to the screen. So you you put the hand on the hot oven glass, right? It's it's not hot. It's warm, right? But you know, you just put it there and say hot, and the baby knows. Okay, well, this doesn't feel like everything else. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's a healthy way. I think that's what healthy pettiness is. Like, you see, you feel this. I think healthy pettiness pettiness says you feel what I felt. When you gave that to me So let me give it back So maybe when I give it back to you You understand this doesn't feel good And now you will go forward in life Not doing <laughs> what you've done before That's what I think healthy pettiness is I don't even know But like pettiness It almost basically assumes That you are responsible To be that teacher of other people Like <laughs> I, I, But my th- but my my ideal of life is I think everybody's a teacher Whether you want to be or not Because somebody's looking at your life Right Okay but that's that's that now you're getting into the thing of like being a passive teacher versus mm-hmm. being a passive teacher tactful versus being no 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 you being a passive teacher right completely unaware that you're teaching versus being an active passive aggressive teacher <laughs> like, <laughs> so there's a passive and an active aggressive passive. <laughs> Hey, uh, like so, when you listen to this topic, let me ask you, you this can, question, man. You guys have the ability to rewind. Just get your pad, get your pen and pad out. <laughs> if you guys are listening to this 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 segment, keep in mind we had a show last week where Doctor Tom taught us you have to say yes or no to what's right or wrong in you. Do not go and put grown folks' hand to some metaphorical stove. <laughs> Oh, in nah, your nah. life huh, Don't try to dress it up now O'Shawn said put their hand on the stove Let them know that it's hot oh, don't And you know how to end up Oh what? Sharkeisha no <laughs> Did she bother Sharkeisha again though Sharkeisha Don't get me Sharkeisha doesn't pick on nigga Okay <laughs> But listen I, I do think there are lessons learned though And I think there's a such thing as healthy Healthy pettiness Right mm-hmm. I, I think there's a such thing as it because sometimes you have to meet people where they are. Some people just don't get it. They just don't. And then, like I say, in my profession, that water stuff, it does not work. Bring the water to fire. Don't work. You bring water to fire, that fire is going to evaporate every molecule of water that you, you have. You just say your job is a counselor, right? Yes. So I think you have to take into the uh, consideration the people who are coming to you, right? They're, they, they are in need of counsel, mm-hmm. right? Everybody don't need counsel. Everybody, mm-hmm. people, people may need counsel. If I right? say to you, if, if I say to you, don't ahead. do that, and you continue to do that, I can leave, right? <laughs> I can leave. Or, no, no, there's no or. I can leave. Uh-huh. Well, there's an or. There's an or. Yeah. I, let's say, friends, I ask you not to do something, right? Uh-huh. But I do care about you. We care about each other. Yeah. I ask you not to do something. You just don't damn get it, right? <laughs> so, I can do to you. What you're doing to me, not like I said, not in a harmful way, right? Okay. And then you say, dang, dog. You can say, dang, dog, I do that? And I, I can be like, yeah, dog, that's you. Then you can see your behavior in action. And you can say, all right, that's my bad. I'm going to work on that. You work. We had a mutual friend like that. Remember in undergrad? You, you, I ain't going to undergrad with you. I mean, you grad go, school. <laughs> <laughs> you have the, uh, in in your occupation, you are a counselor. There yeah. are people who come to you for counsel, right? You have to counsel people as a part of your occupation. Mm-hmm. People who you don't work with aren't coming to you for counsel, mm-hmm. right? Not not everybody. Some people do because it, it they may view you as like this virtuous person. They may you know they may seek your counsel, but like unsolicited counsel is something that most people are less likely to follow. Am I right or wrong? Like, if somebody gives you okay. some sort of, hey, O'Shawn, you shouldn't do this. Who is O'Shawn? I don't know who that guy is. <laughs> <laughs> we don't air, fool. <laughs> hey, Leroy Jenkins. Right. You should not. <laughs> oh, I get, what you, I get what you're saying, right? Right. Okay. So don't get it twisted. You know that I don't like 
I, I don't just go out and counsel. That's not my Un- job. Unsolicited right? advice. You be on the corner with the Bible, like, <laughs> and I'm not going to give unsolicited advice, right? So that's not my that's not my alley. That's not my avenue. Right, right, right. But we, but I guess okay. So I, I get why you say that. I didn't create the um, the the. The, the perspective that there's an assumption here mm-hmm. Of people that I'm in relationship with I guess I just fed off of the uh, What does it do to social relationships right, 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 So then right. I went forward as if I'm in relationship with the person okay. If I'm not in relationship with the person I'm not going to waste time Like okay I'm just not going to be around you Like mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. that's you Good this is me I'm over here Right. But if I'm in relationship with a person, mm-hmm. and the truth of the matter is, you you care about people you're in relationship with, right? You've of developed course. some kind of fond loving, and, of course, and this of is course. why it is entitled the rigmarole of pettiness. Because even trying to describe the relationship that you have mm-hmm. is is complex. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're wasting energy right here, right? So now there's a relationship we're trying to describe. We're trying to preserve. It deals with preservation, mm-hmm. as you said earlier. Mm-hmm. Not just preservation of the relationship of the relationship, but emotional preservation. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like okay, all this comes in. Well, I. Want want to stay in you know in relationship with this person so let me try to get this person to see how i'm feeling when they do this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's that's what it's, that's what it's about right right so and maybe they don't take maybe it's like a bad perm they don't take it didn't take <laughs> so that's what i think okay the pettiness is her over. hair burning her hair burning you can't. <laughs> get, get that out of there that's why i say it's over we gotta move because if you're not careful you get caught in this black hole of pettiness, right? Right, and right. Then, yeah, you lose. So I, I, I that, like I said, I think that's a healthy pettiness to get mm. somebody to see, bring somebody up to a higher knowledge. Hey, the stove is hot. I really do think that. I got, I, I got it. I, I just don't like that it assumes that one person is in this perspective of higher knowledge and the other person. It's not isn't. about a higher knowledge. It's about this is how you make me feel. It's not. I'm trying to cool. teach you something. Cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm with it. I'm with it. If, if, if there is a. a, a Person who is being acted upon, mm-hmm. who exhibits some sort of passive aggressiveness to try to say, "Hey, this isn't all right," right? I almost feel like there's no need to be petty in that situation. There, you just address it. You don't have to make somebody feel some sort of way. You don't have to be spiteful. You don't have to do. You just say, "Hey, this is how this made me feel when you did this," mm-hmm. rather than say, "I'm gonna make you feel that way because you make me feel that way. You you made me feel this way," right? You, just be like that Just do that Cause at the end of the day If it's a situation where Like if if a, if a person If you're in relationship If you're in community With this person They it, It's okay mm-hmm. It's okay to give the response That is not petty To give the response that is Hey th- I didn't like when you did that mm-hmm. Right And, and it, What's that Dr. Seuss uh, If they mind They don't matter Cause when they matter They don't mind you know what I mean? Like, straight up. Okay. <laughs> I can dig it. Okay, so what Manny and I have tried to do today is to uh, personify this actual rigmarole that we're talking about, oh, of yeah, pettiness. We, yeah, I had a good time. Yeah, I did too. I, I did time. too. So I think, so at the end of the day, Manny and I both agree on, hey, I think, well, we think pettiness is a waste of time. We, we, <laughs> we feel like it's something, we felt like it was something strong enough to be examined and something that, like, we may even struggle ourselves with from time to time that, like, we wanted to have a conversation amongst one another. About. Yeah. So, so yeah. yeah. To be honest with you, though, dog, to escape the rigmarole of pettiness, like, and I'm just being very candid right now, mm-hmm. I think the approach I have now, though, in life is I don't want to participate in any of it. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just, like, I kind of cut people off. Understood. You know, and so honestly, I, I guess the the portion I'm in right now is, all right, OC, is that healthy? And sometimes I'm like, I don't care about it being healthy. This is what protects my sanity. You know, do like, do you have any issues? Right, all right, yeah. Do you are you somewhere like that, or are you past? You don't really deal with it, or what? I I think I live too much in my own head, mm. and and um, a lot of times, like I. <laughs> Like as far as like outward action goes, I don't even I don't even like encounter it. Yeah. I, I hate confrontation. I've always been that way. I think my parents got divorced when I was really young, so there's probably some like undiscovered things with confrontation there. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> I think uh, whenever I feel frustration, whenever there's any negative emotion I feel, I feel like ah nope, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I, nope, I feel you. I ain't, I ain't dealing with it. You know. Yeah. Well that's what we are now And I think uh, Especially for me The whole process I went through On the uh, mic just then I've been through all of that 
<laughs> right? Yeah. Been through every every aspect of it. And so yeah. this is where I've landed thus far. So yeah. Yeah. to summarize it, um, according to the psychologists and to the definitions, right? Pettiness deals with spite. Mm-hmm. And it focuses on the smaller ideas. So if you're trying to get to the big idea of your life, like where you, where you see yourself going, mm-hmm. uh, I think the best thing is to not engage right. pettiness. Keep, keep it moving. Keep, keep it, it moving. moving, man. Yeah. Yeah. Any closing words? In the words of Buster Rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> What's the words, dog? Rigamarrow. <laughs> <laughs> this is your brother from another mother, OC. And it's Manny. Just Manny. You've been tuned into the harbor. The harbor is where we tell the untold stories of those who feel they have neither voice nor power. From the depths of the shallows. And we do it sh- with style. Don't from cut the, me off. From the depths of the shallows. I pettiness. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry for being so petty. <laughs> from the depths of the shallows, your one-stop shop for entertainment. Tune in next week as we engage our uh, very important topic. Get out. Escaping patterns of abuse This deals with social relationships Get out Tell your grandma I said hey Girl <laughs> <laughs>